Hi, I'm Carissa Vacker, and welcome back to Sleep Wave, a podcast where we let waves of relaxation wash over you through original sleep meditations created to help you fall asleep tonight. And don't worry if you don't hear the end of an episode. I encourage you to drift off whenever you're ready. Before we get started on tonight's episode, I'd like to say thank you so much for all of the great ratings and reviews you guys have left us on Apple Podcasts and some of the other networks too. Tonight's shout out goes to L.C. Piazza, who used to use melatonin to fall asleep, but no longer has trouble falling asleep since listening to Sleepwave. We are so thrilled you have found it helpful. So if you too find that sleep has come easier since listening to Sleepwave and you've not yet reached out to us, please feel free to let us know and consider subscribing to support the show. You can enjoy ad-free listening, plus have access to two bonus episodes a month and my entire back catalog. It really is the best way to find easy sleep every night. The details are in the show notes. Before we begin, I wanted to let you know about the best way to get a perfect night's sleep. With Sleepwave Premium, enjoy an ad-free experience, two exclusive bonus episodes a month, as well as our back catalog of premium content. Your support really helps. Sign up takes two taps, so please click the link in the show notes. But now, it's time for a quick word from our sponsors who make this free content possible. Our children face more health challenges than we as parents ever did, and it can be challenging as a parent to be sure that you're doing the right things for your family. The advice can be overwhelming. I believe that moms are an absolute force of nature and have the most ability to create change. And that's why I created the Wellness Mama podcast to give simple answers for healthier families and to cut through all the noise. With over 700 episodes, this show has tons of practical tips on topics like real food, stress, sleep, fitness, toxins, natural living, and so much more to give you actionable steps to improve your family's health. Simply search for Wellness Mama, spelled M-A-M-A, on your preferred podcast platform to join the hundreds of thousands of regular listeners. It is late spring when many young people are graduating from high schools or universities, and at all these ceremonies, speeches are being given. Speeches intended to uplift and motivate, to inspire and send the new graduates off into the world with a feeling of accomplishment and energy. Even though I have completed all the higher education I plan to do, at this time of year, I still enjoy watching these commencement speeches circulate online. They often give me a poignant feeling, and I am a sucker for uplifting words of encouragement. I often also think about how challenging it must be to write these speeches, what a task it is to say something that will resonate with the large crowd, and also that authentically reflects the wisdom the speaker has gained. Wisdom is a quality we assign to those older than us, with some life experience under their belt, and rightly so. But something that these speeches inspire me to do is to reflect on what wisdom I have to give, what words of advice or encouragement I would give to those around me, or even to my younger self. While I like to think I'd have some sage guidance to offer, 
I also think that true personal growth comes in the nitty-gritty of figuring it out for yourself. And that figuring it out is a very personal experience. One of the greatest tools in my arsenal for deepening my inner wisdom is, of course, meditation. There are lots of times in life when, despite the best advice, I still just wasn't sure what path was the best one to take. In these instances, I had to get still and quiet, do my best to calm my busy thoughts about the matter, soothe my anxiety about making the correct decision, and just listen. That doesn't mean that I got an image with a flashing neon arrow saying, go this way, do this. But by practicing getting quiet, I was more clearly able to discern what my gut was telling me on a day-to-day basis with the small decisions. And the small decisions add up to be the big ones. Of course, all this inner listening and developing clear inner guidance takes practice. It does not come quick or easy. That's one of the reasons why I love the practice of meditating before sleep. Not only will you have a much better shot at a quality night of sleep, but you will also create a space for yourself at the end of the day to begin developing this skill of listening to yourself. It will aid you in so many aspects of your life. Tonight, in the spirit of the season, we will be looking to the future, exploring how to discern which path is best for us, looking to Hindu mythology for wisdom. This is Discerning Opportunities for Growth by Billy Gill. There's a famous story in Hindu mythology about a battle between the devas and the asuras. The devas are a group of powerful, benevolent beings, while the asuras are often depicted as having a strong desire for wealth, power, and dominance. They oppose the forces of righteousness and divine harmony, which the devas represent. In this ongoing battle between what might be called good and evil, Realizing that immortality would grant them unparalleled power, both groups agreed to work together to extract the nectar of immortality called Amrita from the cosmic ocean. They achieved this feat by wrapping a massive serpent called Vasuki around Mount Mandara. As the two factions pulled on either end of the serpent, the mountain, acting as the fulcrum for the divine collaboration, begins to churn the cosmic ocean. The churning produces the elixir of immortality, but it also produces a substance called halahala, which is a poisonous substance that threatens to destroy the universe. To save the universe, Lord Shiva swallowed the poison and held it in his throat, turning his throat blue in the process. This act earned him the name Nilakanta, meaning the blue-throated one. Eventually, the nectar of immortality emerges and is distributed to the devas, symbolizing a triumph of good over evil. This story is rich with symbolism, and within these symbols, there are embedded many powerful truths about the process of personal and spiritual growth. The central moment in the story when Shiva swallows the Hala Hala to save the universe, 
is particularly insightful. The fact that Shiva uses his mastery over his own body to halt the poison at his throat, thus preventing him from being overwhelmed by it, symbolizes our own potential for discernment. Sometimes, in the journey of self-development, we have to voluntarily take on difficulties and transmute them into something beneficial. This story teaches that the willingness to sit with these difficulties instead of rejecting them outright yields insight and transforms not only our circumstances and conditions, but very often transforms us in the process. Tonight's sleep meditation weaves these mythological symbols together to illuminate the process of growth and transformation and send you off to a peaceful sleep to let these symbols play within your subconscious. When you awaken and encounter people, places, and events that offer opportunities for positive growth and transformation, you will be able to discern them. To be able to discern between what is nectar and what is poison is an invaluable skill. Take a few moments to check in with your breath and your body. Make sure that you are comfortable as you prepare for a deep and restful sleep. Recognize that at any moment, there are many complex energies at play within you. How is your breath moving in this moment? Simply notice the subtle flow of the breath. Don't feel that you need to change it. Part of the wisdom of this story is that when Shiva swallowed the halahala poison, he was able to simply hold it at the level of his throat without completely taking it in or completely rejecting it. He simply held it there and meditated. Assimilate the teaching of this symbol as you breathe. Sometimes the breath is very smooth and steady. It's comfortable and sweet, like nectar. Other times, the breath may be agitated or uncomfortable. It may appear to have that negative quality of the halahala poison. When you first experience either of these types of experience, it is natural to want to reject the discomfort and crave the pleasant experience. Mindful breathing is about giving space to whatever arises in the process. Just as Shiva held the poison at his throat and watched it transform, allow your breath to be as it is in the moment. There's no need to push or pull on your experience. Trust that the breath is gradually finding its optimal rhythm. With the power of your awareness and your ability to be with what is, watch the breath transform. Spend a few moments now watching your breath, being curious about what is, simply observing.
gradually, the breath becomes calm and steady. Notice the pauses between the inhales and the exhales. Let them naturally transform from one into the other. At the bottom of your exhale, briefly linger in the stillness as you remain empty until the impulse for a new inhale arises on its own. Yield to the need for a new breath and allow the rush of fresh oxygen to pour into your lungs. Notice the feeling of fulfillment at the top of the inhale. Even this inhale begins to transform into its opposite as it meets its highest expression. Allow the exhale to fall right out of the top of the inhale. Continue following the flow of the breath. Feel the dynamic of opposing energies playing themselves out in the pattern of the breath. There is a cosmic pattern that emerges from the play of opposites. The devas and the asuras represent this pattern on a mythological level. Their dynamic interplay is the churning of the cosmic ocean. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Continue breathing at your own pace for some time.
it's inevitable in life that sometimes we are faced with negative influences, whether they come from within us or outside of us. These negative forces are represented by the halahala substance that came up from the churning of the cosmic ocean. One way of seeing the story of the churning of the ocean is by seeing the opposition that exists within us as being engaged in a kind of contest. The devas can be seen as those aspects of our own personality that are striving for enlightenment and higher qualities of self-realization. The asuras are those aspects of ourselves that are associated with our more selfish tendencies. The churning of the ocean, the process of growth and evolution, requires the collaboration between these opposing forces. The image of the serpent wrapped around the mountain and these opposing forces on either side of the pivot reveals profound insight into the mechanisms of personality. Everyone has energies within them which may be used for good that are nonetheless susceptible to misuse. Think of someone with great charm and charisma. They might be able to use those qualities toward very noble ends, or they may, on the other hand, use them for purposes that are ultimately destructive. The churning of the ocean is the interplay between the powerful forces within us that can either elevate us or exert their inertia and hold us back from spiritual growth. It's important to know that in Hindu mythology, the asuras are sometimes noble and righteous figures, which underscores the idea that everyone has the potential for good or ill. These positive and negative forces exist within every individual, and the power to discern between them is what allows us to transform toward our highest potential. Visualize yourself standing on the shore of a vast and tranquil ocean as the waves lap onto the beach. In the moonlight, begin to see the ocean as a symbol of your own inner being, your own consciousness. Within each human being is an entire cosmos. As you breathe gently, and rhythmically in and out, the ocean is churning. See the devas and asuras on either side of Mount Mandara. The mountain is the axis of the whole process of transformation. As the central axis of the universe, it is a symbolic representation of the human spine. Feel your own spine as the central channel of your nervous system. The central nervous system integrates information from the environment to form a coherent perception of the external world. It processes and combines sensations from the external world to generate appropriate responses. Even this basic function of the spinal column 
reflects the churning of inner and outer experience. We are always taking in stimuli and assimilating it into meaning in order to live in a way that harmonizes with what we perceive. Whatever we perceive is consumed, just as Shiva consumed the Halahala. Attitudes, information, and even our own thoughts have the potential to become poison or nectar. As you gaze out at the vast ocean, see the mountain rising up out of the deep waters of your own consciousness. Breathing slowly and comfortably in and out, see the devas and the asuras on either side of the mountain, reflecting the moment-to-moment flow of thoughts, sensations, emotions. The ocean of consciousness, churning and churning to produce the nectar of spiritual enlightenment and transformation. Acknowledge that any pursuit of growth and positive transformation will necessarily be met with challenges and difficulties. They are part of the process. The challenges and the growth depend on one another to produce the nectar of realizing your potential. It is a collaboration. Continue breathing at your own pace for some time.
as you breathe through this process, you voluntarily take on the challenges. In the story, Shiva swallowed up the ocean as a symbol of his compassion. Let this act inspire you to take on the difficulties that arise as you pursue your goals and highest vision for the future. Visualize yourself swallowing up these difficulties and challenges with courage. Shiva stopped the poison at his throat, neither accepting nor rejecting it. It was this moment of stillness that transformed the halahala. If you were having difficulty sleeping, this may seem like poison. It's natural that you should not want to have this difficulty. Hold space for what is arising in the moment. Visualize any negativity around sleep as halahala. Hold it at the throat, but don't swallow it. Breathe with awareness. Calm your mind and watch it transform. As you practice the art of transforming negativity, your calm and steady attention continues to flow. And rather than reacting to the frustrations, you see the larger process at work. The challenges themselves are part of this process. Your throat begins to turn blue, representing calmness and serenity and the ability to transcend and transform. The difficulties become opposites. The halahala becomes the amrita. The poison becomes nectar. Breathe for some time.
in this state of inner stillness and wisdom, discern for yourself what challenges can be transformed into opportunities for growth. Listen to the gentle whispers of your own inner wisdom, which speak in the silence of your heart. cosmic ocean slows to a calm and peaceful sea of tranquility. Carry this clarity and insight, this nectar of wisdom with you as you drift toward a peaceful sleep. The sea flows gently at the base of the mountain as it rises toward the starry, moonlit sky. The white sand glows dimly in the peaceful night air. Knowing that every challenge is an opportunity, trust that whatever occurs in your life holds a secret key to unlock greater potential within you. Carry this ancient wisdom with you into sleep as gentle waves of sleep splash on the shore of your awareness. 